Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome back to another volume of Truly Disturbing Tales from Reddit. Today we're going to be narrating three new and settling stories, taken directly from the platform. I encourage you all to sit back, grab a snack, and enjoy these terrifying personal accounts. Now, without any further delay, let's jump right in. Let me preface this by saying that I don't live in a safe place. I live in a very urban part of Russia where crime and police brutality are high, especially with the war happening right now. Tensions are high between police and civilians, anti-war activists, etc. I've had it ingrained with me the fact that, as a single 24-year-old female, it's dangerous for me to go out, wear what I want, express myself, and above all else, feel safe. That's just not a luxury we have here. I've heard it similar in other countries, but that's neither here nor there. Anyway, this all happened about four months ago. I found myself desperately craving a coffee and one of those personal apple pies. Don't judge me, they're really good. I live about four blocks from the nearest grocery store and it wasn't quite dark out, so I thought, hey, I'll walk. I live alone and don't have a particularly close family, so I'm pretty much on my own most times, which is how I like it, to be honest. I grabbed my purse, which had maybe 500 rubles in it. That's our currency here. My phone and some other miscellaneous items, one of which was my pepper spray. Just in case anything were to happen, I'd at least have that on me. It was nearing dusk. I knew I had to start my journey soon so that when I left the store, it wouldn't be too dark out. I left my house, and as I walked down the streets, I realized that they weren't too populated. I'm sure that this had to do with the time and the fact of what happens once the sun goes down here. Crime tends to be rampant in my city. Assaults, robberies, even murders. The police don't do too much about it because, well, why would they? I walked briskly to the store, which, now that I'm thinking about it, wasn't even really a grocery store. It's more of a convenience store. I was in and out within a matter of minutes, and that's when I spotted a man across the street. He was tall, skinny, rat-like in a way, and had his hands in his pockets as it looked like he was trying to blend into the scenery. I think I saw him prior to walking into the store because he seemed vaguely familiar, but I pushed it out of my head and began the trek home. I was keen to stay alert on this walk, 
I gripped my purse, the grocery bag, and my pepper spray firmly while still keeping it concealed. By this point, the sun had set much faster than I expected. It wasn't quite pitch black out, but close to it. The streets illuminated by the dying street lamps cast an eerie yellow glow every few feet. About two minutes into the walk, I turned over my shoulder because I had this strange feeling of eyes being trained on me. And wouldn't you know, that same man was now following me. He was about 20 paces behind me, but he was now on my side of the road. I could feel my body tensing up, and I began to acknowledge my nerves. Adrenaline at the beginning stages of pumping as I tried to maintain composure within. As I turned back and continued my walk, I thought for just a moment that maybe I was overreacting. Perhaps this guy was homeless or something. I kid you not, as I was kicking that idea around in my head, I hear the slapping of feet on the cement, and I turn to see this guy is now rushing me. In one swoop, I drop my purse and grocery bag as I bolt and leap into the light of the nearest street lamp, treating the flickering luminosity as if it were a safe haven of sorts. This man stops just outside of the glow, but doesn't step in. Instead, he mutters something under his breath, reaching into his pocket and grabbing a face mask. He puts it on, steps into the light, and just keeps walking. At this point, I'm in the middle of the road because there was no way I was getting anywhere near that guy on the sidewalk. I only caught a glimpse of his face, or rather, what wasn't covered by his mask. Dark, curly hair, very sharp features, a pronounced brow, and thick eyebrows. I don't know what color eyes he had, his age, or even what he was wearing. It all happened so fast. The only thing I did retain about him was the strangeness he had about his face. He had a very, very toned face, and not in a muscular sort of way. He was angular, seemed almost like a Picasso-type figure or something. I waited there in the street until he turned down a side alley and slinked away. I then took this opportunity to run all the way home, opting for a different route, lest that man was still lying in wait down that alley. Fast forward maybe a month or two later, I'm walking down the street, different location, and pass a newspaper stand. From the corner of my eye, I see a headline that in big bold letters says something about human trafficking, and there were several photos attached. I see the faces of various suspects, and as my eyes scrolled down the lineup, I immediately began to feel sick. There was a photo of him, that man from several weeks prior. Eventually I was able to read the article and found out that he, along with several other men, were abducting young women around the city, holding them for days or weeks on end before selling them off. To whom? I don't know, nor do I want to. I haven't walked by myself anywhere at night since this experience. I've also gotten myself a dog, a giant English mastiff, who I've named Shesliwi, which roughly translates to lucky, as an homage to just how lucky I got that night.
I'm not really sure how to begin this, but I'll try to be as brief and as concise as possible. Summer of 2004, my family was supposed to vacation in Kennebunkport, Maine. My father was stuck in meetings, so he was going to come up from Manhattan a few days after us. My mom wanted to drive up. Super annoying to me at the time, but we didn't have a choice, and my brother, sister, and I loaded into the car and started the drive. I remember being about 14 at the time. Drive was uneventful, but there were various delays and we ended up getting in a lot later than originally planned. Because of this, the owners of the house we were renting had turned in for the night and we weren't able to get a hold of them to get the keys. Sounds like horrible planning, but apparently they were pretty strict about the time frame with which to pick up the keys. My mom, unfazed, decided she wanted lobster so we went to one of our favorite spots. She called my father from the restaurant to see if he could make us reservations at a hotel while we ate. We were enjoying the lobster when a guy came up and began chatting with my mom. I figured it was just a friendly local making conversation. During this, my dad calls my mom and my mom excuses herself to speak to him. Apparently all hotels were booked for the night. Go figure. Had a vacation season, I suppose. The plan was for us to drive to the nearest town and just find somewhere to stay until we could pick up the keys for our vacation home. Apparently, that local fella had been listening into my- We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. At the Coca-Cola Company, Keurig Dr. Pepper, and PepsiCo, our bottles might still look the same, but some of them can be remade in a whole new way. Using 100% recycled plastic. New bottles made using no new plastic except the caps and labels. You'll be seeing more of these new bottles in more places, and that's thanks to you. Because when we get more bottles back, we can use less new plastic. Learn how our bottles are made to be remade at madetoberemade.org. My mom's conversation and came back over once she got off the phone. I want to say, there was nothing outwardly off about him. He was preppy, clean-cut, unassuming, and fit in with the clientele. He told my mom he had a big home with a big guest house. We were more than welcome to stay at and his wife wouldn't mind. Immediately, my reaction was F that. There's no way in the world I'm staying in a random dude's house in creepy Maine. No offense to anyone from Maine, but the streets did get creepy. My mom, doing her due diligence, determined this guy was legit, said he was in finance, and they chatted enough for my mom to determine he wasn't totally full of it. I called my dad in hysterics, he said I was overreacting, and that I needed to get out of the city more, and accept that sometimes people are just nice. So my brother, sister, mother, and I got back into our car, and followed this man back to his house. The guest house was really nice, fully furnished, but the beds were oddly placed. The guest house had two bedrooms, and instead of the beds being located in the middle or centered, they were right under the window of each room just seemed odd to me. Anyway, fast forward. We're all getting ready to go to bed, 
My mom hears a knock on the door and it's the guy. He said he just wanted to check to make sure we got settled. Cool. Nice thing to do. About 30 minutes later, he comes back to check in again. At this point, my mom was like, thanks, we're good. We'll stop by the house in the morning to say thank you. We'll fast forward another 30 to 45 minutes. I can't sleep. I'm terrified. We hear this rustling, which is odd because the guest house was nowhere near trees or in close proximity to bushes that might make such a noise. At this point, I see my mom wide awake and look up at the window, like motioning towards the window with her eyes. Let me add, none of the windows had curtains. The guy said it's because his wife was in the process of redecorating. Well, when I looked up, there was a male figure in the window, just standing. I thought I was going to have a heart attack right then and there. I didn't know how long he had been there for, and this just prompted me to lie still like a mannequin. Once he had walked away, my mom waited for a moment and then told us to get our stuff together. She wasn't messing around. We had my dad on the phone at this point. He was pretty much flipping out at my mom about something, but I didn't hear what. My mom said she was going to put stuff in the car and to follow her out. This was about 2 a.m. When we got into the car, we pulled around to the front of the main house so my mom could return the key, say thanks, and proceed to get the hell out of there without any wasted motion. However, when we got to the front, all of the lights were off. Not just all lights, but it looked like no one had been home. Porch light, table lamp in the front windows, everything dark. Also, the two cars that were in the driveway were now gone. The local's car, and what we presumed to be his wife's car. After seeing this, my mom was pretty unsettled. Said we were leaving right then and there, and we proceeded towards the gate. The gate at the end of the driveway had been deadbolted and padlocked shut from the inside. It wasn't a super strong gate, so my dad said, rev it and get out of there. We smashed through that gate like it was nothing. Drove straight back to New York City, not speaking the entire time. Since that point, we never went back to Maine, and my parents refused to speak about it. I asked a family member one night about this while he was drunk, and all he said was, they didn't tell you? The actual owners of that house were on vacation. I'm assuming my mom or dad followed up with local authorities and figured that out, but never told us kids about it. I don't know who that man was or what was planned for that evening. To this day, I'm still curious as to whether there were any known serial killers in that area during that time. This is absolutely the creepiest thing I've ever endured in my life, and it's reassuring to know that my hysterics weren't misplaced, even as a 14-year-old. So this story happened back when I was a kid. My parents were divorced and my older sister had a baby that she was always pawning off on me. My dad and stepmother showed up at our house while my mother was at work. They had decided to take us to a fair. That would have been great, but I had my one-year-old niece with me that I was babysitting and I told my dad it wasn't a good idea because of this. 
he insisted and basically I was forced to go and take my niece along with me. Once we arrived at the fair, my dad and stepmother gave my sister, my stepbrother, and me 20 bucks, told us to go have fun. I should mention, I was 12 years old at the time and they still expected me to watch my niece. There's not much you can do at the fair with a baby in tow, so I went to one of the snack trucks and bought an ice cream for the both of us. That was when I first noticed the man. He was heavy set, probably in his 40s, and staring at us. There was something about the way he was staring that just freaked me out. I wasn't sure if it was me or my niece that he was interested in, but either way it gave me the chills. I told myself I was overreacting and got up, walked off carrying my niece, but he followed. I walked all around the fair looking for my dad, my stepmother, my stepbrother, my sister. I couldn't find any of them anywhere, and the whole time, this man followed behind. I had to pee, but there was no way I wanted to go into the bathroom. I was afraid of him following us in there. I ditched my niece's stroller because I don't know exactly, I just wanted her in my arms and the stroller was slowing us down. So this had been going on for about three hours. It was now dark outside. I was absolutely terrified and scared for my niece and myself. I kept trying to lose the guy by turning down different paths, but he stayed on us, kept following. But finally, I saw a man in a security guard outfit. I ran up to him, full on crying now. I told him I couldn't find my family and a strange man was following us. When I went to point the man out, he was gone. The security guard took us to a tent. I think it was a first aid tent. They kept telling me they could watch my niece and for me to relax. I was absolutely shaken, but I refused to let her out of my sight. They had me call my mother who screamed at me for going while I was supposed to be babysitting. She told me that I was grounded and irresponsible at that. Finally, my dad and stepmother were found and brought in to get us. They were also mad at me for calling my mother. They took us home and when I got there, I told my mom about the man. I wasn't grounded any longer at that point, but she and my father went to war over visitations. Just a couple years before this, two girls had gone missing at that very same fair, and they were never found. My mom was beyond pissed they made us go and then ditched us. My father, until the day he died, had attitude with me about this event, said I overreacted. To this day, I still hate fairs. Have you made the switch to Nick's? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched 
to Nix. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.